Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You need to know exactly where your food's coming from. That's the, the clientele that buy the menu every week. Keeping your eyes open and your ear to the ground, essentially, and listening to what people are growing. The integrity, that, that provenance, that ability to not just know where something came from, but to really know the, the ins and outs of how it was raised mm-hmm. is really important. G'day and welcome to another Capital Cookbook 3 podcast. This is the Quicksand Food Connection and my name's Stefan Postuma. Today I speak with James Moussion. James is the chef and owner of Courgette Restaurant in the city and he also owns Water's Edge Restaurant down by the lake. James has been operating in hospitality for a very long time in Canberra, setting the standard for fine dining in the region and he's always really interesting to talk to. He gave us some great recipes to the Capital Cookbook 3 and he's also contributed to the previous two editions of the Capital Cookbook. I really enjoyed talking to James and I hope that you enjoy my conversation with James Moussillon from Courgette Restaurant. Thanks for the thanks for you know participating in this book for the third time. So mm-hmm. I think with Courgette and Water's Edge and previously Aubergine um, you're the you're one of the only chefs in Canberra who was in the original Capital Cookbook in 2004, and mm-hmm. in the second edition in 2013, and now contributing to the third edition. So thanks so much for your support over that time. That's great. Um, here at Courgette, I mean, you've been in the culinary industry in Canberra for how long now? How long's it been? Oh, about 15 years. 15, 15 years, um, and about. 11, 11 years or to 12, to 12 years at uh, Gorget. But um, I think it's be- mainly because food is always revolving every day and it's it's a great passion that you can come to work and do something different yeah. and you can move forward. And the, the most enjoyable thing is making, making moments for people, mm. um, special occasions for people, people to remember food. We all got to eat, you know, down the track and... And I think Australians today are so into their food and they just so much appreciate farmers to plates sort of sort of designed, you know what I mean? So mm. that's very important. So it's just, just not about going back in the old days and just eating just because we have to, but it's about now getting excited to eat. And um, it's very enjoyable. It's a very yeah. enjoyable job. So the day that I don't feel like that I want to come to work because I don't enjoy it, is, is the time I should give up because um, I feel the customer will, will miss out, and, you know, because it's, it's always about inventing something new and, and trying to go that one step mm. further and marrying the right flavours together mm-hmm. to actually tease your palate. Yeah. And how, so how do you then, 
you know, as you say, it's constantly evolving and things are constantly changing. So how do you how do you sort of keep up with the times and keep developing as a chef, even with sort of such you know extensive experience? Well, going back to to the to the to the roots, that going back to our suppliers. Um, to the farms where they put so much effort it makes you strive that little bit more but there's so much media and there's so much so many books and so many helpful hints you know that you can you you can do even programming you know like master chefs and Mm. and these things they're very important we we all we all copy at the end of the day and steal and um what do you call it you take inspiration yeah take inspiration of people and modify things and come for that next level yeah. or trying to and, and, and try to develop something new to the diner yeah. which which is really good it's really really exciting yeah. you know what i mean so you know going you know food is coming even into sciencey sort of thing now mm. so you know there's a lot of bain marie cooking and um gastro sort of cooking in, in that style but you know yeah that it makes it really enjoyable. Mm. But at the end of the day, the most enjoyable thing is when people come in here and have a great meal and enjoy it and um, learn to taste some flavours that they wouldn't have at home ordinary. Mm. And then actually they get a great cookbook and then they try it at home. Yeah, and, and, exactly. that, and that's good and that's that's what it's about. Like sharing knowledge is 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 important and cookbooks are a great way to doing that. I mean, yeah. and I can guarantee you can ask... All the chefs in the world, they have more than 200 cookbooks. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? So we all look at uh, other people's dishes and other th- things and we modify them, we create, mm. we redevelop them, and then we move forward. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's basically how that works. Yeah. Um, and as you say, you know, one of the things that, that you enjoy about it, and we've talked about it before, is giving people an experience that they remember because, mm. you know, things like a 20th wedding anniversary or a 50th birthday or whatever it may be they only come around once in your life and being on the sort of finer dining side of things um courgette and water's edge and um they're places that people come to on special occasions so it must be satisfying to know that you know it's 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 a once in a lifetime event for someone, and they've chosen to come to yeah. you because you're going to give them a good time. I mean, yeah, eighty percent of our bookings you can see at wedding anniversary, birthday, special occasions. But it's great, it's great to have uh, an institutional place like this, a restaurant like this, where they can share those moments, and you can feel part of it. You know, I've had so many people that here being proposed and come back for the next next wedding anniversary, the, the wedding anniversary after that, which is fantastic. You know, it's uh, it's a it's it's it makes you feel satisfied it makes you good feel good there is a, there is a market for for us in in that sort of thing because it is that special occasion sort, yeah. of, sort of restaurant where there's you know everyday eating our food is a bit rich and a bit designed to come you couldn't eat here every day mm. but it's about coming here and enjoying that moment but people then remember relate their event to the restaurant mm. you know there's many people that come here and go oh we went to somewhere in Sydney but we like here better and you know vice versa um, but they'll relate that rent or we had our wedding anniversary here or we had you know and, yeah. and that's touching and it's, and it's nice and yeah, it's, it's nice cool. it's nice to, nice to see the guest yeah and many guests I've got to know over the years they, yeah they, they, they follow us down through the past that's the years. and that's why we've been so successful because we deliver on those special occasions we yeah. don't fail on those we try not to fail on those special occasions exactly we're human beings we try to do our best and and my staff are very professional and, mm. and we always try to deliver because we don't want to let you down and be embarrassed on on those special occasions mm, for sure which which is very satisfying when we get at 99 9 
0.9 percent right yeah that's um yeah it's really important and i think at a, at a place like courgette or water's edge you can be confident that you'll be looked after mm. like i think that there, there is a lot of sort of casual dining with really good food around mm. and people are there for a mix of reasons but mm. when you know as you say you've got a market of people who come for special occasions mm. and and you can and, and you can afford to sort of put the work in to make sure that they're really well looked after and that that's a special moment for them that's so. it that's it so people should you know they treat themselves on those occasions and they don't mind paying that little bit extra mm. and they will they they, they they do see the benefits in it, yeah. you know what I mean so they do get the the, the right surface service to ratio customers so yeah. they're getting looked after their wine is always getting topped up the water all those little things that add up now in in downsizing different different sort of restaurants you know sometimes it's just about a quick meal and exactly. and being satisfied and, and and they have a great purpose in the market as well yeah. because so many people live busy lives and they don't have that one and a half to two hours to sit somewhere they just want a, quite, a, a quick bite to eat yeah and that's what i find that canberra has a great you know, mix of, of restaurants you mm. know we have the cheap eats we have the the more casuals we're going into bistro sort of uh sort of dining as well but i think our food level here is is, is very good mm. you know it's coming up you know yeah. just as well as sydney and 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 melbourne you know what i mean so it's it, it's canberra is good is good on the food thing and customers actually support they actually like to eat out exactly yeah and I, th- I think because they have a high they have a high income yeah that exactly. they actually and it, i don't even think it's about the high income i just think it's about because it's a town where people work late busy and they just don't have time enough time in in the weekdays and that to actually think where they'd rather go out and eat eat out so mm. i think that food in canberra is especially over sort of the last five five years maybe a bit a bit a bit longer than that mm. people are really supporting food in canberra and there's for a long time canberra was sort of viewed as a place that's this boring public servant mm. capital that there's nothing going on mm. and over the last sort of five years a bit longer there's been this boom in food in Canberra, lots mm. of quality establishments opening up, big diversity mm. like you talk mm. about, but also, you know, through social media and the internet and reviews and bloggers mm. and, you know, different media institutions, there's this huge support for food in Canberra. Mm. And it's one of the things that's making Canberra cool. It's mm. one of the things that now, you know, the New York Times last year did a, a, a article about, about things to do in mm. Canberra and it was all about food. Mm. and. It's really cool how, you know, cuisine in Canberra is becoming to be known and it's becoming to be known as a place that people come to for good food. Mm. Well, as I say, we have about 1,000 restaurants, eating establishments here, which is very, very high for the the population we have. Mm. But because there's lots of travellers and lots of business done in Canberra, the actual population doesn't sustain but it's about the visitors Mm. who's passing through or coming to the snow or or going you know what i mean having that meeting or doing that so there's a restaurant a place a fit for them to come yeah exactly which then is is great it's it's great and and because we're quite close and central to to places we, we we actually get great ingredients when just even though we're not on a coastline, but we can still get fish fresh every day. Exactly. And, you know, it's only two and a half hours from the coast and stuff like that. And yeah. and that, that's what happens. And, and I think Canberra restaurants appreciate it because the diners appreciate it. Yeah. You know, so they actually make us get better. The yeah. diners make us get better. People people being involved in restaurants and that make us strive to, to do better. Yeah. And they make us get better. So 
well done to the customers out there yeah. that actually push push the chefs exactly and push the restaurants to, to to actually strive to get better yeah and i think that i think that in canberra as well the the public has a good education about food oh, definitely. and they know they know the difference between a place that's doing the right thing and a place mm. that's sort of taking shortcuts was, yeah, yeah. All, you, you look at canberra today we we're, we're one of the, the the people that are serving we're the best barista in the world exactly yeah. you just one down the road you know and you know that is great to see, and it's mm. good for the capital nation that you know that you know someone from Australia is beating everyone in the world. So it, it's good, and you know, yeah. and even Australia in the world cuisine, you know, we have three or four restaurants in Australia that are mentioned in the top one hundred um, mm. in Victoria Coffee and stuff like that, which which is good. It's good to see. We work with all our peers, and and, and I, f- I find it, yeah, it's a great industry to be in. And above all, it's great to uh, serve customers. So. It is. I just want to quickly talk about the dishes that you gave us today mm-hmm. from Courgette. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you use a lot of interesting techniques and the one that caught my eye is the goat's cheese cloud, oh, yeah. you call it. Do you yeah. want to just tell us a bit about that dish? Well, so we get Meredith goat's cheese and um, we mix it with a little bit of milk and then we whip it so it goes really light yeah. and fluffy like a cloud. The inspiration for the dish is... Um, Going into spring, we have great tomatoes and, and, and you know, just keeping f- food alive and keeping it fresh is really important because so many people, you know, that it's not all about richness, it's all about flavor and it's about balance mm. and crispness. You know, you have three different textures, how, how we sort of thing is soft, crisp, sweet, sour sort of thing. That's That makes a really good balance of, of mm. a palate you know to get you actually mouth tasting and, and remembering the dish so yeah so we, we we puff up the 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 cloud keeping it really light because we don't want to keep it really rich so you've got the flavor and the and the acidity from from the the, the goat's cheese in there and using good quality goat's cheese is really good mm. um then making just a, a really thin sun-dried tomato so just using different elements of tomato so you mm. showcase there's different textures different tastes of, of tomatoes because you know now we, you know, we have so many great varieties of tomatoes. It's not just, you know, just a normal salad tomato. Mm-hmm. You know, we have great halloumi tomatoes. We have yellow. We have all different things, and they all have a different flavour and exactly. different, a different, different um, place. So it's actually showing those fresh spring tomatoes, you know, just coming in season, just sprout, just showing them off. You know, just simply seasoning them, and, and you know, just remembering bringing those tastes back, and even the tomato industry. Um, um, trade is, is is bringing back the flavor of tomatoes where before they used to just be all hyper hyperometered um, growing and there's no real flavor mm. but now they're actually tasting like you, you'd get how your dad would grow them or how you'd grow mm. back in the day yeah which is great. quite good because it's not always just about how they look it's about how they taste yeah, you know what sure. I mean so there was many times where many producers just went to, oh, everything's got to look good and stay on the shelf for four weeks in, in a shop. But now, no farmers markets say, you know, we just wanted how how it's grown, yeah, and, and do right we don't thing. want we don't want the additives added to it. Mm. We just want it naturally, and, it. and even if it only lasts a couple of days, but we we wanted how it, yeah. how it is. So organically better soils and, and, and better thing is, is better for the product at the end yeah, exactly. so yeah ju- yeah so just marrying those dishes those flavors together and just yeah just celebrating spring that's what I was trying my aim of putting it on onto that plate going back to that natural you know we actually serve it onto uh, you know a wooden burl that we actually make that we yeah. want it we want it actually natural we want to keep it as natural as we can 
to the customer. So, we, you know, we don't want to mix it. So that was my whole idea idea and inspiration for that dish yeah cool it's a it's a fantastic dish really mm. vibrant colors and i think that um you know tomatoes tomatoes are such a staple for so many people that doing something interesting with them is, mm. is a bit of a challenge and something and if mm. you can like you say you, you sort of give people a dish that they remember mm. and if it's a tomato dish mm. that they remember that they take away mm. and they go god I, I remember those tomatoes from courgette the best tomatoes mm. i've ever had yeah. that's something really special you know yeah, and, to be able and, to and you know it's clever for a chef to actually just make a simple you don't need vegetarian like it's a simple vegetarian dish mm. so it can be enjoyed by everyone and it's just showcasing that we can make just as a simple humble tomato tastes fantastic in all these different elements mm. it's not just a tomato it's you got your tomato crisp you've got you know this you've got the goat cheese and it all marries and it all balances yeah, together exactly. which is which is, is really good so yeah. i i uh, I, I hope that you try it at home and um, <laughs> yeah. you try it with a, a dinner party because your guests will be blown away by it yeah for it? sure so that'd, that'd be good great. spring dish yeah. um and then the the dessert that you gave us was the mandarin dessert yes. right perfect for this time of year yes yes perfect for spring going into into that sort of just at the start of the fruit season yeah you know what i mean so it's really good um it's a flourless cake so it's you boil the mandarins whole and then you um mix them with almond meal and then bake them and then we're doing like a goat's cheese sort of spumet which is you know just putting a cream gun and adding air to it so you can just add more flavors mm -hmm. and then <coughs> interestingly m mixing it with um some carrot and you know make a carrot sorbet which is people go oh carrot not with desserts but you know a lot of chefs are f getting funky and and mixing up savory things and making them into sweet sorbets yeah. because I, I personally don't like just awful sugar desserts. I yeah. like a balance. Mm. So you can actually eat it and, and it cuts through the sugar, sugarness part, but the freshness. So it's really it's really good to see that, you know, that we actually mix. Carrots are sweet, but we don't add any more sweetness to it. Mm. So it, it, it's, it's a nice balance. And yeah, and, and just, yeah, that dish is... It's good, but it's not for the real chocolate lover or anything. It's for those people that just want something to feel satisfied and fresh mm. without feeling really bloated. Yeah, and, there's, and, a, and there's it, a lot of people like that out yeah, there. You know, there's, yeah. you know, if you go to a, a place that sells gelato, you've, you've got a group of people who love the sort of caramels and chocolates mm. and vanillas and the mm. creamy stuff. And then there's people that won't ever touch that stuff. They'll mm. go for the, the sorbet, the yeah. citrus, like that freshness yeah. every time. So... Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's something for everyone, but, yeah. you know, people who love that sort of thing would absolutely yeah. love that dessert. It's like, it's, there. it's like on my menu, I decide to, uh, I put in some really sweet, like I always have a chocolate, you know, really sweet sort of dessert. And then I have one that's not so sweet, so it's cut back. Because mm. there's a lot of people that don't like a lot of sweet things, but mm. they just want a little bit. To, to tease their palate, which we find this um, dessert yeah. very, very good on that sort of thing. Yeah, it's cool. James, we'll probably wrap it up there. Mm. I guess the last point that I'll make is that, um, you know, doing doing these books, I, I come across a lot of chefs mm. and a really common common theme for a lot of these guys is that they've at one point worked for James Moussillon, whether mm. it be Courgette or mm. Water's Edge. So, you know, thanks for your contribution yeah. to Cuisine in Canberra. It's bloody awesome. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to my chat with James Moussillon from Courgette. If you want to find out more about Courgette Restaurant, you can visit them online at courgette.com.au. If you want more of these podcasts, the whole Capital Cookbook 3 season of the Quicksand Food podcast is available on our website, quicksandfood.com. You can go to the podcast page. If you want some news and current things that we're up to, you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at quicksandfood. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.